Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. week, our podcast centered on the lessons that I, Allison, have been learning uh, throughout this time. And this time we're going to just interview Reba. And we we had talked about this as something like you, like we said last time, something that we can get together, sit down. We want you to model the same, the same opportunities to just sit down and talk about the lessons mm-hmm. that we're learning right now in this season. And I think that we, we talked about how valuable it is to just kind of bring a friend along and say, and just ask these questions. What's, you know, what season are you in and, and what's going on and, and what are some things that God is teaching you or dragging you kicking and screaming through, whether it's, you know, whether it's these nice soft lessons that we're, oh, that was a really nice lesson. I'm so glad I learned that. Or whether it's just these hard lessons that, um, but there's, there's value in both. And yep. I think that not only is it important to go over them or talk them out, but I think so many people are going through similar situations or can learn these similar lessons and, and, and stories, you know, that, that they can use later. I think it's a, it's kind of a planting of the seed, if you will, and just say, Hey, you know, here's what I went through. And, Oh yeah, I, I remember that Reba, Reba said that. So today we're going to be talking to Reba and finding out what's been going on and what are some things that she's, you know, that she's learning. Yeah, you know, um, I think this season of my life, and and I don't, I never mind telling people my age. It is what it is. I'm just glad I'm living, right? Right. Um, and I don't feel like I'm old, uh, at, but I'm 56, so mm. it's not, you know, I'm not 36 anymore. I'm not right. 26 anymore, yeah. and I'm 56. And so, you know, that principle, and we've talked about this before, of teach us to number our days. And yeah. so, if you if you kind of if you adhere to that principle at all. And you start mm. counting up your days if you live to be 80. Uh, the math is a little spooky, right? Yeah. Uh, because you realize, wow, it, it feels like forever away, but that that's not that many days. Right. Um, yeah. And so, I, you know, I think I'm in a season where I want my life to count. Mm-hmm. I want my, I want to finish well. I, I want to take all of until Jesus comes back or until I physically can't keep this pace up anymore. Yeah. Um, I want, I just want to give it all I have. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm wanting that. That's kind of what's in my heart. What's on my mind. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my passion. Uh, you know, we want to see, uh, Guatemala, really solid and and but it's not just for me it's not just guatemala um you know god has just always planted these bigger thoughts in my mind of so many places in the world where women are in crisis and and there's not a mercy or a dare for more Mm -hmm. or a whoever uh in that area that can be helping women and so you know these women have no one to help right and so send us there yeah. You know. Yeah. This is, uh, this is an, an interesting time. Cause we just talked in the last podcast, there are so many things. And I, my lesson that I had learned, uh, was about the, the no eternal consequences versus, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, because I'm, but in your case, you know, there's so, and, and in my case too, but these are, these are decisions that do, 
yeah. have eternal consequences, whether, you know, whether or not we step into, I mean, if you hadn't stepped into this new ministry that of, of Guatemala, uh, that's, that is that, that's what that when we're talking about numbering our days, that's what you want to spend your days on are things yeah. that do have, you know, this eternal, con- you know, intrinsic value. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think something that you said last week, Allison, I think is still real, is still relevant at this point in my life is that it used to be just this really small, you know, it was me and Lisa, uh, you know, Lisa has been with us for 17 years now. Yeah. So I almost can't remember what the ministry looked like without her um, as part of what we're doing at Dare for More. And now all of a sudden it's not just the two of us, Yeah, you know, we've got a team in Guatemala and our team is growing here on the U S side in order to sustain everything that we're doing, uh, both overseas and here. And, you know, you do like you, it looks different when you have a team and it looks different when you, and you have to unlearn. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you have to let go of Mm -hmm. old ways and you have to, so there's a lot, even though, uh, I've been doing this for a while, uh, you know, and I laugh because I think back to, you know, somebody asked me the day, how long have you been in ministry? And I was thinking, oh my goodness, you yeah. know, I've been traveling and speaking since 2000. So that is coming up on 24 years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then before that, I was in the college ministry, mm-hmm. you know, and so that was, you know, so you think you start to add this up and it's like, yeah. oh my word, we've been right. doing this for a while. I mean, one yeah, of my former, stu- one of my former students just celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary. <laughs> okay. No, and I was yeah, like, too, too far. oh my word, they right. just celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, you know, time is moving forward. Um, but, you know, as I, as I look at it, sometimes I don't think, I think as you get older, at least my experience has been so far that you don't necessarily think you got it. Oh, well, I've, I've been doing it this long. I got it all mm, together. I think yeah. for me, it's like it challenges that I probably wouldn't have blinked at in my thirties. I now mm. go, Hmm. Mm, yeah. You know, um, places that I, you know, probably wouldn't have thought much about, um, mm-hmm. you know, even in my early forties, I now yeah. am like, there's a, there's a pause. Right. Uh, and I think, so for me, I think the season of life that I find myself in so much these days is keep, you know, is keeping moving forward with the things that really do matter because, right. and yeah. not worry so much about the things that don't, mm-hmm. uh, because you can't worry about everything. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, if everything's important, nothing's important. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I find myself in that season of having to select what is important mm-hmm. and having to say, okay, I can't do it all. Yeah. Regardless of what my mind tells me or my mm-hmm. body yeah. tells me or whatever, <laughs> it's none of it's true. It's all a big lie. Uh, and I do think Allison, this side note, we won't go down this trail, but I do think that's for me, at least that's one of the traps that Satan uses against me yes. is the temptation to try mm-hmm. to do it all yeah. because whether it leads to arrogance and pride or whether mm-hmm. it leads to exhaustion mm-hmm. and stress and, you know, just completely, I can't go any further mm-hmm. either way. It leads me. It's no good. Right. Either way. It's sidelining, sidelining mm-hmm. in one, in one area Absolutely. or another. Yeah. So having the wherewithal to go, wait, wait, wait a minute. Um, what is important? Mm-hmm. What really, you know, you got this many days left. What's important. Yeah. Yeah. What's and important. I, mm-hmm. 
I think those, those lessons are really valuable because in, we live in a day and age, and I know that ministry has changed speaking to women now versus mm-hmm. speaking to women 20 years ago looks different. You know, the mm-hmm. opportunities are, are the d- women are different oh, where you're talking to a new generation of women mm-hmm. who learn differently or who study the Bible differently. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know you walk into a women's conference 20 years ago, everybody has a Bible. Now you walk into a women's conference and maybe, you know, 30% have an actual Bible in their hands. The other have a tablet or a device of some sort, you know, and even that, and they're note taking, people are taking notes on their phones and people are taking, it's, it, it, it looks different, but at the, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, the only thing that hasn't changed is God and his word. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just, you have to, to, to pick and choose the opportunities of when you step in and say yes, yes to this opportunity or, or yes to, uh, to this, to this opera, you know, to this ministry, you know, ministry. And we, we talked about that in the past, the choices and and the best. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and it applies so clearly, especially when you've got these, your, the days and the days are kind of going faster for, are mm. they going like crazy? Fast oh gosh. Weeks. And it's, it's so months? true. I mean, it like you blink and, you know, I, I was like, where did the summer go? Mm, and then yeah. you know now i'm sitting here and i'm thinking oh my word it's how many days till christmas right? right you know i mean so it's just one of those things where time just marches on mm-hmm. and um yeah and it you know and it's important i think for me you know at least you know as i focus and think about and i don't try to get so super serious that's just not right. my personality no, or my yeah. style um but at the same time i think there is a brevity mm. to to this season of life that i'm in and it's like okay you know, however much longer God gives me to do this, um, I, I really want to do it well, number one, yeah, yeah. and I want to honor him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also every single day that passes, I do think I'm getting a little more serious as I mm-hmm. get older. I, I will yeah. have to say that because I think every day that passes, I recognize the fact that women and, and it's not just women, it's, it's men and it's children, but obviously in our world, we really focus heavily on the women yeah. and their children. And I realized that how many of them are going out into eternity mm. yeah, with no answers. Yeah. And some of them don't know the truth. Yeah. And some of them, you know, um, are, they're taking steps today that will make that will make them almost impossible to reach without a miracle. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, we, we've all seen women who's, you know, the abuse led to drug abuse and the drug Mm -hmm. abuse led to blowing out their brain. And I'll never forget walking down the streets with you and the Dominican. And this woman came out, started screaming and yelling at you. And I was like, Oh my word, you know, who is this woman? And you're like, you know what? We just kind of need to turn and go the other way. She's just blown her brain out on drugs and she just doesn't, she just doesn't know where she's at anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's, there's places and timelines and we know that people cross timelines and they cross these things. So for me, I think there is a somberness and a little bit mm-hmm. more of a, yeah. a seriousness about, about what I do and about why I'm doing it and how I'm doing it. Um, but I need to also have fun. So I'm also mm-hmm. trying to keep that balance, you know, right. of, 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 of both of those things. But I tell you, God's teaching me a lot of things in yeah. this because I'm facing challenges that I did not face, no. um, in my own personal life. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't face these challenges 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, they're different. They're new challenges. And I think one of those is understanding that fear is a part of life. Lean into it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, you know, number one, I didn't, I really didn't face, I, I 
I just was pretty fearless as a younger person. Mm-hmm. I sh- probably should have been afraid of a whole lot more than I was. I was stupid. Uh, you faced some pretty, I mean, you've been, you've faced a bear before. I mean, well, like, well but yeah. I'm just saying there's just stupid things yeah. about like, like where I just wasn't afraid. Right. You right. know, there was yeah. just, and, and I look back now and think you're such, you were such an idiot. Yeah. Um, you know, but now as I've grown older, things that would, that I, I, there's just more fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older you get, I think there's more fears and maybe it's because you've learned a few more things and maybe, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, maybe uh, uh, whatever it is, but I think I'm learning in the seasons of life that fear is just a part of life. You have to lean into it. Yeah. If the devil can stop you because of some fear mm-hmm. um, that he will, yeah. you know, uh, because fear is one of those things. We're just have this autonomic nervous system that teaches us fight or flight. You're yeah. when you're afraid or freeze, I guess is the mm-hmm. new one now. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to, you're either going to fight, you're going to flee, or you're just going to freeze. And either mm-hmm. way, the devil's got you in some form or fashion. Right. And I just think, so leaning in to the fear and what I'm learning is when I lean into the fear with a little bit of courage, the fear goes mm-hmm. away. Right. It's yeah. nowhere near as bad as what it felt like, mm-hmm. you know, an hour ago when yeah. I just leaned into it. Um, mm. and, uh, kind of just pray. And, and I do that by praying into it. Mm. Uh, my lean in includes prayer, my lean in. So it's not this arrogance of, you know, yeah, or this self-talk or whatever. No, but it's a lot of, I'm leaning into it through prayer. I, I get me a verse that's mm. kind of becomes my little anchor point for that issue. And yeah. it's just my thing. And I'm going to say it, I'm going to repeat it. And I'm just going to, you know, anchor my heart with it. So I think for me, understanding that, that I, if I'm not careful, fear will keep me standing still. Yeah. yeah. What if I make the wrong, you know, and, and I'll, mm-hmm. I mean, just think, and I know you face this too. It's like, it's okay, what if this decision I'm making for the ministry, what if it's a financial decision and I mess this all up? Yeah. Yeah. What if it's a, you know, what if it's a, what if somebody's lives get screwed up mm-hmm. because I made this dumb decision, yeah. you know, yeah. or, you know, blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I have to be reminded constantly. Okay. Really? you're not that important. Uh, you really, I mean, truly uh, come on, get a little perspective Uh, here. Um, you know, God is a lot bigger than you are and and he's got this. And so as I just lean into that, because I think sometimes at least this is what I noticed in my life. Um, if I let fears guide me, then my identity, my behavior changes my identity. Mm. And I don't know if I can make this make sense, but I let fear drive me. My behavior changes as a result mm-hmm. of my fear and my identity changes as a result of that yeah. behavior change. Yeah. And so I don't want to identify mm-hmm. it with that. You know, that's yeah. not who I am. That is not right. what I value or whatever. Yeah. So I have to go back and say, wait a minute. No, 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 no. My identity should drive my behavior and my behavior mm-hmm. then should, should then should attack those fears. Yeah. Attack the fears. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I mean, for if you me, think about David, you know, David and Goliath and my favorite part of that scripture mm-hmm. is when he runs across yeah. the field toward Goliath when everybody Ooh, with a slingshot going, yeah right. with a tiny yeah with a basically a piece of string and some rock mm-hmm. you know and he ran toward the giant and I think sometimes when you're talking about that but he like you said he 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 knew who was fighting the battle for him and that's where that prayer comes in yeah and that's when you said you know that's how I lean into it I don't just go out you know on my own without the weapons you know you grab right right yeah but I don't think he had any idea how it was going to come out yeah. <laughs> right. And I have to remind myself of that. Mm. I don't think David had any idea. Yeah. 
what the result of the slingshot and the rock and the run would be. Yeah. I, I don't think God gave him that. I, I, maybe yeah. he did. Okay. Cause we don't know in scripture, yeah. but I just don't think God whispered in his ear and said, Hey, David, look, it's going to be fine. Run on out there. I'm going to kill him. It's going to be really cool. It's, You're going to yeah. hold up his head. It's going to be it's, fantastic. I think David yeah. did it because he knew it was what was right to do. It, right. Yeah. And he left it the rest of God. Them. Yeah. He was like, this man is blaspheming the name of God. I'm going to run to him with whatever mm-hmm. I have in my hand. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and I think that's where, you know, I think part, that's part of fear is that if we don't, we want to know the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We would love to, that would be, I, I want to know the end. If somebody could just let me know what happens at the end, then I can be, I'm good to go through this part of it. Right. Yeah. And God doesn't show us the end and, um, and he doesn't always show us how it's all going to turn out. And mm. so anyway, I think that's something in this season of my life that I'm learning, uh, is that fear is just a part of life and you just, it's, it's not an odd part of life. It's not something that is to be unexpected. It's something to be expected. It's something you ought to lean into in, in prayer. And it's something that you're going to have to be careful that I don't let it become something that changes my behavior and thus changes my identity Yeah, uh, exactly. as to who I really yeah, am. That's a good, that's and, a very good thought. And what I value. Um, here's something else I'm learning and that there's power in uh, small changes. Mm. Um, I'm calling it right now that I read this statistic. And so for me, this is where I got this from, but I read this statistic and I really think it's more of a motivational principle that it really is a researched out thing. So let me just say that. Um, but there's a concept that if you do something for 18 minutes a day Mm. for, for 365 days a year, you're going to be better at whatever it is that you're doing than 95% of the people out there, anybody else. Okay. So 18 minutes, right? So for me, I call it 18 minute change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and again, I don't, I don't think it's fully scientific, although I, I think it's based on some scientific principles. Yeah. Um, but for me, sometimes change seems daunting. Yeah. Sometimes change, change just seems like, oh, uh, that's just going to be so hard <laughs> or, right. you know, or I just don't know if I can do that or not. I'm, I'm tired, you know, uh, whatever it mm-hmm. is, you know, whatever it is. And I think, um, being able to say, okay, wait a minute, if I need to get from A to B yeah, and and I feel like it's a long journey and it's going to be a hard journey, then what if I just took five steps a day? Yeah. Does five steps seem really like a hard thing to do? Yeah, and in my no. mind immediately, I'm like, well, no, I can take five steps today. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, okay, then take, let's just take five steps. Mm-hmm. And let that be a win. And, and, and I know for most people, this sounds so silly and so stupid. And I'm sure there's so many smart people out there who know, who do this better, but my whole life has been about, um, uh, perfect. The, the home run. Yeah. I, I played softball. Mm-hmm. I never, ever walked up to the plate and was going to be excited about getting on first base. Right. <laughs> okay. That. Yeah. No, 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 now, no. I should have been because that's part yeah. of the strategy of Small the game. Ball. Yeah. Okay. It's part of the strategy of the game. But mm-hmm. I remember many times my coach walking over to me as I'm standing in the warm up ring, mm-hmm. uh, waiting on my turn to bat, swinging yeah. the bat and just getting warmed up, ready to step out and, and mm-hmm. be the one. And, I'm, and he's walked up to me and said, Hey, I don't need a home run. Yeah. I need you to hit the ball over there in that part of the field yeah. so that the girl on Sackett can come home. Right. And so get an RBI on this, you know, mm-hmm. all I need you to do is get some advanced, some runners on this. Can you yeah. do that? 
Yeah. Because he knew every time I stepped up to the plate, I'm looking to put the ball to the fence. Right. And, and in that effort, many times Mm -hmm. you can, you swing too hard yeah, uh, and you pop the ball up or you strike Uh, out. Right. Right. So I think for, for me, this is, this is just a little bit of leaning into how I'm wired, but I have to realize there's value Mm-hmm. in 18 minutes yeah mm. that that's that's so important i think so many people there's we're so outcome based these days right yes so, oh no like, question like you said we're so home run this and home run oh, yeah. that and um it's me man. and i think i mean you remember the movie moneyball um mm-hmm. and, and the, the story of moneyball is we don't need the one guy who hits the home run we need a whole bunch of guys with a smaller batting average that work together and it's the same thing or or mm-hmm. i just i just spoke this you know that a few weeks ago and it was i used the principle of degrees if you are headed toward the right direction and you step off one degree to the right or to the left yep. and you continue walking that's the further the, the more you continue the yep. further you do and so it's it's yeah exactly it's making right sure you taking the any type of any tiny change that you're making i think the 18 minute i mean we could do I, i'm just thinking I'm, I'm about to write down all the things that i need to do for 18 minutes whether it's practice the piano right or you know just sit and and pray for 18 minutes which that's, that's it there. That's it. praying a lot of 18 minutes is not long until exactly. you're on your knees praying, you know, <laughs> well, Start that's the thing. It changes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the thing is like, we, we say, well, I really want to read my Bible more, or mm-hmm. I really want to spend more time in prayer, or I yeah. really would like to, like you said, I really would like to get better at the piano or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and in our minds, that means, okay, I need to get up at four thirty hours and, hours and I need to pray yeah. on for two hours. And then right. and it's like, okay, wait a minute. No. Yeah. You can't, you're probably not going to sustain that. Right. Mm-hmm. So could you, could you read your Bible for 18 minutes? Right. Yes. Set a timer mm-hmm. on your phone for 18 minutes. And, and then, and then also it's a whole lot easier to say, it's a, it's a lot less easy to say, well, I don't have 18 minutes. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to say, I don't have time to read my Bible. Right. It's hard to say, I don't have 18 minutes. Yeah. You just, don't have I mean, 18. just to give you an idea, sitcoms, a regular of a half an hour sitcom is technically 22 minutes, yeah. you know? And so that you can do it. I mean, if you can sit down and watch a sitcom or how many times have I lost 18 minutes watching reels on TikTok? You oh know? my gosh. Right. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah, you have 18 minutes. You do. And, and honestly, 18 minutes, like, you know, okay. Hey, I want to get into some good shape. You know, we're, mm-hmm. you know, as you, all these goals that we set, you know, it's so, okay. Okay. Well, what if you went and walked for 18 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of us, what we do is we say, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go for an hour and, and a half. walk for, yeah, exactly. I'm going to go walk six miles. Well, right. really? Well, now the, tomorrow morning when you can't move, yeah. you're done. Right. But what if we just 18 minutes? And mm-hmm. so what God is teaching me, I think in this season of my, my life, in my growth for growth in my own life right, is, is, Hey Reba, there's importance in taking little steps. Yeah. Just small little steps. And, um, so what would, what could you do in 18 minutes? Mm-hmm. And if I would do it for 18 minutes a day yeah. for 365 days a year, um, I would be 95% better than most people yeah. who, di- who, who didn't do what who I did. Didn't do 18 right. Minutes mm-hmm. Yeah. Who didn't do 18 minutes. And so I think that there's, for me, um, there's a lot of, it's like, Oh, suddenly mm-hmm. it becomes a little bit more doable. It right. becomes a little bit more, well, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can, can yeah. I can study Spanish for 18 minutes a day. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, I want to learn Spanish, you know, this, and I, you know, and it's, it's, it's like, I, I don't have time to go clack, take a class in Spanish. I don't yeah. have time to, I can't move to another country and immerse myself in it. I, yeah. I can't do that either, but I want to learn Spanish. Right. So I can either say, well, I just don't have time to move to another country and I don't have time to go to class. So therefore I can't learn Spanish. Or yeah. maybe I could say next year, I'm going to spend 18 minutes a day, day practicing Spanish. Yeah, exactly. Can I do that? Yeah. yeah. I can do that. I yeah. can do that. And may, will I be fluent in 365 days? No, but, but I probably am going to be 95% better than I was sitting here right now. Right. Exactly. Right? It's this tiny, <laughs> these tiny changes and yeah. can consistently hold on to it. And that's what you said. We've talked about this before. Manage these expectations, everybody with their new year's resolutions or whenever they make their resolutions, mm-hmm. like you said, they, they're like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to stop completely eating this. I'm going <laughs> to exercise for 90 minutes. I'm yeah. going to read my Bible for an hour. I'm going right. to, and it, and, and how, like you said, how sustainable that may last mm-hmm. two or three days. And then life, life jumps in or, you, oh, just yeah. get, you know, uh, but you can, the 18 minute principle, I think that's a, that's a really valuable lesson, especially for somebody who's numbered their days, you know, how long 18 minutes, you know, last, but the changes that can be made yeah, in that 18 minutes a, is really interesting. Just such a small, uh, small things. Right. Yeah, and and yeah. I think, but I think over time, right. those 18 minutes, they will accumulate. Right. So right. over time. If you start doing, you just think about it, Allison, if we 18 minutes, if we did it every day, 90 days from now, it would be a habit. Yeah, exactly. It would be, it would be in our, it would be in our daily structure, those 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you might say, well, it's going to take more than 18 minutes. We'll start with 18 minutes because, you know, yeah. if you get that into a habit, then you can expand it by then five minutes add, or yeah. two minutes or whatever yeah. increments, but just showing up mm-hmm. and, and watching those that over time that thing accumulates and all of a sudden you've developed positive habits in your life you're positively doing mm. some things that are helping you grow and all of a sudden you are who you really want to be right exactly you know instead yeah. of i wish i wish i had started I could, this 18 month, you know minutes I w- ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wish i would you know and i just think sometimes we just go year after year wishing for something mm-hmm. that we and at some point you just need to say, you know what, you really don't want wish for this because if you did, you'd do something about it right, or, yeah. you know, or, Hey, you know what? I'm going to make this work 18 minutes yeah. What's this I, look yeah. like in my life right now. So just 18 minutes. Um, that's something God is really teaching me, um, practically in my life. It's just simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. really a simple thing. And I guess the last thing, uh, there was a book I read, uh, well, actually I first listened to it on audible. Uh, as I, I did a lot of driving this year to mm. conferences and meetings or flying. And so sometimes I will put a book on audible and I will, as I fly or as I drive or whatnot, I listen to it and yeah. it's just a great way to pass the time, but it's also a really great way for me to learn. Mm. And so I listened to this book on audible and I was just mesmerized. I was, I was like, Oh my word. So impacted. So I listened to it for times on audible oh, wow yeah four times on audible and then i actually went out and bought a hard copy of the book and read it and marked it up mm-hmm. um but it is uh it's called the last arrow by erwin mcmanus okay. and and the 
and I'll give you the 30 second summation of the book. Um, he talks about the life of Elisha. Yeah. And he talks about the last scene in Elisha's life uh, is a conversation with the current king. And he has the current king. Uh, he tells him, go get a bow and arrow, go open the window towards the east Mm-hmm. And 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 shoot the arrow. And the Bible says that Elisha comes and he puts his hand on top of the king's hand as the king is pulling the arrow back, and he fires mm-hmm. the arrow. And Elisha says, "So goes the arrow, so goes the victory of God." Mm. And he said, "You're going to be victorious." So yeah. Elisha makes this connection for the king in the first thing he asked him to do with yeah. the victory of God and this arrow, and then. He turns right around and he says, go take the rest of the arrows that are in the quiver and Mm -hmm. pull them out in in your hand. And he does. And he says, beat them on the ground. And the king beats them on the ground three times and stops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Elisha looks at him angrily and says, why did you quit? I I never told you to quit. Um, And because you only hit the ground three times, you're not going to be victorious. Mm you are actually only going to win three times in battle and that's not going to be enough to totally defeat the enemy. Mm. And you're, and your people are going to have to deal with this enemy because you only beat the arrow three times. Yeah. And this is the last, I mean, this is the last scene we have of Elisha's life. And the whole book is written on this principle of the last arrow and the concept of we, you know, we beat the arrow until God tells us to quit. Yeah. We beat, I mean, you know, he had already tied it to victory mm-hmm. and, yeah. and now the King is over here three times and Elisha's life is a complete man. You see this principle mm-hmm. so many times in his life, Naaman set, go dip yeah. seven times. Yeah. There there's a, you know, there's a perseverance, go, go do it this many times, yeah. go do this. And if you look at Elisha's life, you'll see there's many of those little, mm-hmm. little principles in there. And it just, this book challenged me and reminded me and inspired me in so many ways that God has put some arrows in my hand. Yeah. Right. And they represent many different things. They represent my ministry, Dare Mm -hmm. for More. They represent what we're doing in Guatemala. They represent this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've got, and, and now God says, all right, I want you to beat the arrows Mm -hmm. and I don't want to quit. Yeah. Soon. I don't want to, I don't want to run out of energy. I don't want to uh, somehow get, put it in neutral and feel like, okay, we're, we're good. Yeah. Um, I just want to keep striking the arrow Mm -hmm. until I, until I'm done. Until you're done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And man, it just really, you know, um, it really, I asked Lisa to read it and she was like, oh, that was good. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I can't believe you. Like, read it again, read it again. Yeah. yeah. But you know, not everybody is going to be impacted by it the same as I was, but it just was such a great through biblical stories and biblical principles of watching this man, Elisha, who mm-hmm. just was a man of God, who just went all in. He always went the extra mile. He yeah. always went further, you know, and, and you can just see it patterned out in his life mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And so uh, just really, really good, Allison, to just keep, just don't get weary in well-doing right don't, yeah don't think you know it doesn't matter anymore don't no 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 just keep bi- having big dreams believe in mm-hmm. god for big things because he hasn't come back yet right we still have more work to do yeah we haven't yeah. that that's so i think it's interesting that you started 
just, you started talking about some of the lessons that you've learned with this time, this, this, this concept of time and what God has given us and this, the continual and to this last lesson that you're talking about of just using that time. And you even talked about just a short amount of time, 18 minutes, but now, you know, this light, this last thing is like, don't quit too soon. Don't, you know, don't just try it one more time. Okay. Well, it's just like, yes, you know, we'll try it one more time. I think that's, that's interesting. It's just a kind of an interesting uh, series of lessons that the Lord is, is teaching you through the season of life. And I think, I think it's so valuable for all of us to sit back and say, are we being the best stewards of our most valued treasure, which is our time, which Mm. are the days that we have are we being the best stewards of it? Are we using each increment of 18 minutes? Are we using it wisely, whether it is to rest or whether it is to learn or whether it is spending time with our families, or are we sitting back and saying, you know what? I, I, I threw a couple of arrows on the ground. I think I'm done, you know, and, and we we all, we're all tempted to do that. But at the same time, that's, that's, that's leaning into fear. Yeah, because uh, or or you know we're afraid we look stupid or yeah. we sound stupid or we right. feel stupid and yeah. um you know but I just think God can do God has never needed us to show up yeah with all the answers yeah He's never needed us to show up with all the talent mm. or ability or the whatever He has never needed all of that from us He just needs us to show up yeah yeah step in exactly. I think yeah. these are, I mean, these are valuable lessons. I'm so thankful that you, you've been able to share them with us today. And, uh, Hey, if you are listening and you are, you know, just, are, what are some of the lessons that you're learning? We would love mm. to hear. We would love to hear from you. So thank you Absolutely. so much. It sounds like all of, I mean, just like we've just like in Psalm one where, um, the, the tree will bring its fruit for, um, mm. in this season. That's, you know, this is the season that Reba's in uh, right now. And I think that's, it's some good fruit out there. I hope so. You know, but we just keep stepping into faith and trusting the Lord. And hopefully all of us can do that, whatever season we're in right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, listen, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We hope you just kind of enjoyed a little coffee conversation with Allison and I. And we look forward to joining you next time on Word is Evil. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org. And Look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.